0: Now Now betting betting for the the sports sports animal,
1: animal.
0: your Your afternoon afternoon drive, drive. number two, men on, Van Van Nunley and Fred Slow, and in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Two hours in the books, Duke City. What a program. Had a lot of fun today. A lot of laughs. A lot of young Jakey boy, Jake Cassio, uh, joining know. us today. Back in the cut, my dude's crushing it again. An absolute talent, the boy wonder. Lucky to have him. I'm lucky to be here. Speaking of lucky, we're lucky that such a, a experienced, talented, genius swooped in and saved the program today, as we had some technical difficulties. Voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan, came in our defense, must, much like Kevin Costner in the 90s hit, The Bodyguard, saved our lives. Now we're up here in your booth. Thank you for the hospitality, my friend. Just don't get too
1: comfortable.
2: <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, 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 nice. Very nice. Basically, never again. <laughs> I,
1: no, I, I went downstairs just to say hi and to say what's up and see how things are going. And all of a sudden, I see, like, vans on a phone and... Things are there's lights are not on machines where lights are, should be on. Like just just go upstairs.
2: Yeah, you literally timed it perfectly. So
1: yeah, just go upstairs. Yeah and that's uh, where
2: we are with this a little
0: bird eye view of the ballpark. And from
1: the bird eye view, did you see the little photo shoot we had down there? I, I did. did. That was so cool. Yeah. Little well, Mitch Garver and Jordan Pacheco, but also shout out to Austin House and Brian Cavazos Galvez. Former Isotopes, former high school baseball players in Albuquerque, former Lobos. They came out for the little photo shoot to hang out. I just feel like with Garver back in town, I just feel like it's just been a great week of, of pride for Albuquerque baseball, sure. local baseball. Right? Like all the guys who made it, who played for the Isotopes, who made it to the big leagues. Uh, it's
0: pretty rad. Uh, I thought he was supposed to have the day off today, but I saw him in the catcher's gear earlier.
1: Yeah, I think they did a little switcheroo. He was originally supposed to be um, catching yesterday and off today and they flip flop those he was off yesterday and uh he's he's catching tonight and i'm curious to see how many challenges he's going to go after right because it's a challenge game yeah,
0: yeah. T- tell the friends of the show about the challenge games what's what's different with these contests okay
1: so tuesday wednesday thursday it's straight computer calls balls and strikes the abs automatic ball strike system right friday saturday and sunday the human being behind home plate calls balls and strikes three people are allowed to challenge the call the batter the catcher or the pitcher and that you, you tap your helmet that's the sign for challenge and then you go to the ABS for the review it takes less than five seconds you get three challenges if you're right you retain it if you're wrong you lose it so you get three incorrect challenges okay
0: yeah. and, and they show them on our brand new fancy scoreboard out yeah.
1: here. yes they do and uh, and I've been keeping track here of the um, where's my spreadsheet here yeah so I've been keeping track of like all the different challenges and uh, so last year, there was like a pilot program, and some umpires had some really bad days. And the players, <laughs> in particular, one umpire had a really, really bad day Who well, remain unnamed. I mean, Steven Looking Jashinsky. at you, Steve. <laughs> it's you, Steve. Steven Jashensky had 17 challenges against him in one night, and 13 of them the players got right. Only 40. Ooh, wow. So last year for the Isotopes, the players got the challenges right 56% of the time. This year, their percentage is 39%. So the umpires have been way, way better. Um, it's pretty much the same. The isotopes are 38% correct in getting challenges. The opponents are 39%. We are, see, we've had a low of five challenges, a high of 10. Looks like the median is about eight challenges per game or so. And, again, I think, I think the umpires have learned from, again, with the ABS, they have an earpiece in their right ear. And the computer tells them ball or strike instantly, and then they inform us. And I think it's actually been a really good learning tool because if you're smart, you're thinking in yourself, would I call this a ball or a strike? And now you hear the computer in your ear tell you, and I think they've learned in real time. I think the umpires have gotten really good. Um, You can't see us
0: because we're not on YouTube Live or Facebook Live or Instagram Live today. But what just happened is Voice the Isotope's Josh Sushan the biggest baseball dork in the history of the universe <laughs> pulled out his laptop <laughs> and he immediately knew where to go find the spreadsheet of all the abs ball strike challenges and you have a spreadsheet i love with it. not only the teams but the umpires and all the separate challenges
2: on here
1: and it's great and it's slightly different color coding yes yeah. exactly <laughs> yellow for the totals uh, yes hey
2: i do it for gambling uh, so i get it <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love me a good spreadsheet. I'm, a, I'm very much a Virgo.
2: Are you a very a proficient at Excel?
1: Uh, I love me a spreadsheet. I don't know how good I am at them, <laughs> but I love creating spreadsheets.
2: Yeah, uh, I struggle every single time I pull up Excel. And I have to go to a YouTube video every time I want to adjust it. I,
1: I was able to get this pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, John Traub is the, is the master of, okay. of spreadsheets. So, like, we, we just try to learn on from John's. But I, I like coming up with the, the the formulas and, like, you know, add this and divide it by this. And uh, I, I think that part's fun of just trying to come up with a formula so that they so that let the computer do the math for you.
0: I am the yin to you and John Traub's Yang, <laughs> I am awful at spreadsheets. Like, I will just, I, I will mess anything up. Do not ask me. You're an old If there's, if kind of there's a, you yeah, you're, you're, Computers you're, weren't even invented when I was born. You're
2: all about the pen and paper. Yes,
0: exactly. I take notes. I still use carrier pigeon. <laughs> All right. I know you're locked into baseball. I know you're locked into the baseball season, especially here at Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the lab. DeAndre Hopkins was released. By the joke of a franchise, the Arizona releasing? Cardinals. I didn't,
2: I didn't
1: like read the details. I just. They tried to
2: trade name. him and they couldn't get the deal. Uh, they had to get either release him by June first or after June first, and it, the contingency was they had to give him the money or not. Right. And so now it's in the situation they have to give him the twenty-two million he's owed. Okay. And so they're just taking that from the salary cap, and now they just couldn't make a deal happen. So it's just better for them just to get rid of him. Wow. I mean, Kyler Mur- is- Murray won't come back until like maybe week ten. So it's like, eh, what's the point? Yeah. Congratulations. You get Caleb Williams. You're going to have two overrated quarterbacks yeah. <laughs> next year. So
1: you got 31 teams that all have the chance at him? Yes. Yeah, he he's
0: a complete free agent.
1: And, um, and he's going to Las Vegas, right?
0: Okay. Uh, there you go. Vegas? There's the hot take. Right. A-, a-, a. Marie, where do, the, where do the Raiders rank on the what probability? The Zero. <laughs> Zero? I mean, what? they aren't even in the top, like, eight right now for odds.
1: That's, that makes it more exciting, Sush. <laughs> Put Hopkins and Adams in the same oh wide Oh, my gosh. Court, yeah. the
0: greatest
2: Italian
1: what a bunch of homers this segment. God, no, the oh
0: Buffalo Bills, the Raiders, the Packers. <laughs> the Buffalo oh, Bills. oh, let's oh, just throw yeah. in the Vikings um, while we're here. Bills oh, we got Isaiah realistic. here. Yeah, well, I, yeah, Isaiah Isaiah's like minutes. Isaiah's leading the odds right now in Vegas with plus two hundred. So the like, Cowboys know. are on top now. Yeah. Oh my god. god what is? What a disaster. Speaking of disasters, this the Cardinals are a joke. Yes. How can you not unload this wide receiver for like even like a seventh round? <laughs> I know, he's like, Just, just <laughs> have somebody take on the money. They couldn't even get rid of him. That's how inept they are. <laughs> this is sad. They got to eat $22 million on a team that might not win a game all year, and then you're only halfway decent player, except for the one that just retired, who should have never played for you in the first place, J.J. Watt. Now you got to eat $22 million of a one of the, what top five wide receivers in the NFL, this is embarrassing for Cardinals.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're probably the most incompetent sports franchise other than the Oakland Athletics. Oh, I mean, oh, hold
0: on. Oh. The Cleveland Browns oh, still geez. exist. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns still exist, so hmm. second worst. Hey, maybe, maybe D-Hop will want to go reunite with Deshaun Watson. I mean...
2: Yeah, uh, after everything that happened, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Isn't it
1: interesting, though, how some franchises, whether even when they move from St. Louis to Arizona and when they move to a new stadium in Arizona and new ownership and new GMs and new coaches, and they still just are incompetent.
0: It's sad. It's legit sad. Yeah. The people of Phoenix deserve better. Yeah, they do. Arizona deserves better.
1: I mean, they give us such great spring training. They deserve better. You yes, know? they do. They deserve better. I this mean, really,
2: sad. spring training in Arizona is the highlight of Arizona sports going on in the last, like, what, 15 years?
1: Between spring training and the waste management. Yeah. 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 February, March is just the Nirvana. Weather wise, sports wise, and then the other ten months are like, well, at least we got something. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, luckily here in Albuquerque, we're spoiled because we get the isotopes and we get the voice of the isotopes, Josh Sushan, here with us. Who's on the pregame?
1: Jordan Pacheco is on good get tough get. Yeah, <laughs> he's a busy dude. Yeah, he actually he is. Actually like the hitting coach is actually one of the hardest guys to like get like 5 minutes of his time because he's working so hard. I just felt like today was the perfect day to get Jordan because you know, Mitch Carver's been in town this week. We did this photo shoot that we talked about. Mitch and Jordan, it's interesting. They both went to La Cueva. They both went to UNM. They both reached the major leagues. They were never teammates in any of those places though. And when I um, I just said it was like a throwaway like funny question to Mitch Carver on Tuesday when we did a media scrum. And I said, Did you ever think that Jordan Pacheco would become a hitting coach? And he laughed and he said, I don't know. And then he just went on and on about how Jordan was a mentor of his going back to Eastdale Little League and how much he just always looked up to him and he goes, I followed the same, you know, path that he did, Eastdale, La Cueva, and U and M and to hear the reverence that that Garver spoke of Jordan, I just felt like, okay, well, let's have Jordan talk about who was his role models. Right. You know, who were the guys that he looked up to and what it's like, you know, for him now that he's retired and as a coach to to see the perspective of Mitch Garver. Um, you know, Mitch is just such a great story. Remember, he was a ninth-round pick. Right. He didn't get drafted after after his junior year. He was a senior signee, right? He was never a top prospect. And he was a silver slugger award a few years ago. He's yep. been in the big leagues for seven years now. Drop bombs. Yeah. So it's um it's so I, I just feel like it's a it's a it's a prideful week for local Albuquerque baseball and so Jordan was a great person to have as the guest today.
0: Speaking of prideful week, uh Asian American Pacific Islander yeah. night yeah. here at the lab. This is cool. We got some uh paper dragons, some paper tigers dancing around on the field right now, some cool Pacific Island drum work going on. Gonna be a great night at the lab. Thanks to our guest today, Fred Slow. Duke City Championship Wrestling. Jonathan Andrews from the Prader-Willi Syndrome Association. Make sure you get out to ABQ Axe on Sunday. Have a lot of fun for a good cause. Throw some axes, throw some ninja stars, have some oat sodas, eat some chicken wings. Mm, What what better day can you have than having fun throwing axes for a good cause? Check that out, ABQ Axes Sunday. Jake Cassio, thanks for joining us again. Of course,
2: thanks for uh, having me. Always
0: a pleasure. We're finally going to crack that Teller Vodka when we get off the air. Stay tuned for Josh Sushan and the pregame show, Isotopes Baseball, following that. Have a great weekend, Albuquerque. We love you.
2: Hi, Mom.